Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It looks like the quarterback carousel. Yeah. Maybe at least the first uh, the first horse, the first pony, is landing. Yeah. If that's a thing the carousel is doing, ponies do. Ooh, it's, I like it. It's kind of a Simsism. You kind of like <laughs> combined like three things there and made it work. Oh, yeah, baby. What's up? It's Monday. It's NFL free agency time. It's Chris Sims, Ahmed Farid. We are live on the NFL YouTube page for NBC. We got news breaking. We got plenty of news that already has broken over the, over the weekend. We certainly are going to hit on all of that and then try to keep up with some of the news that has just dropped or continues to drop live as we go. It's a yeah. live show. We yeah. will go with the flow on the live show. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. My man's here, Let's fresh cut, looking, oh, I mean, Johnny Spectacular with the perfect hairdo, little tan, manicured beard and mustache. <laughs> Horrible energy drink to go yeah. along with that. Other than that, this is a perfect human being yeah. that drinks chemicals. I'm going, I don't know why. I'm going with you a little bit. I'm letting the top grow out okay. and keeping the sides short. Let me know here. when you want to go really short on the sides and join the <laughs> join the real party. What is okay? that? A one. That's a one. I think it's a one. Yeah. Yes, it is a one. And yeah, it doesn't make all the women in my life happy all the times, but I like it, and that's what I'm gonna do. So we are live. We are live. You kind of like glossed over that a little bit, but I know. this is this is the first time we've ever done it live. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, nothing is different. You're still listening to a recording. So we didn't just wait for you to hit play on your podcast player and go. So it's it's the same. If you're watching on Peacock, same. But if you're watching on YouTube, you can go to the comment section. You can uh, write us some comments. Yeah, we will answer Got some good stuff. Some there of them. Already. Yeah, say yeah. hi. Um, so we are living in the moment. The reason we wanted to do this is because. We're in free agency right now. The tampering window yeah. is officially open. Yes, it's it's open. We've seen a lot of action over the last few years during you know this little start of the tampering window. Usually it's the teams that had the most money that are, wait, we got a lot of money. We're desperate to turn things around. We're willing to pay more than maybe some of the other teams that are out there to turn things around for our organization. And they are the ones that usually get the deals done this time of uh, the year, the quickest. And we've already seen some of that right off the bat, let alone, hey, we had a good weekend of NFL news to go along with it. Yeah. So, you know, with the, with the breaking news and then some of the news that we got on the weekend, we'll kind of go back and forth and kind of try to unpack it all as we go along here. We'll let the comments roll in. Yeah. Morgan will peruse through them, pick some of the best ones out there, and we'll read those, and Pete will do the same. But let's hit some of the big news and start with the Eagles because uh, we knew that they were going to be one of the big stories of right. this free agency season uh, because they had a lot of free agents. Yes, and they, were they very do. Good last some big-time players. Which ones could they get back? Well, they are not getting back their linebacker, yeah. TJ Edwards. Right. 
This just out just uh, a little while ago. Three-year deal with the Bears is what is being reported here. And T.J. Edwards was one of the players. You go, watch out. When free agency opens, he's going to get more money than people think, and he's going to be one of those names. Be like, T.J. Edwards? I really talked about T.J. Edwards or thought about him. Right. Uh, you like what you saw from TJ Like what he saw. Wish I would have even said it on PFT today because I'm excited to see what the Bears do because of all the money they have. And, of course, the moves they made this weekend in the trade, and we'll unpack all of that too. But, yes, TJ Edwards is, you know, one of those guys I think we were talking about along the lines where he's a really good player that gets lost in the shuffle of a bunch of stars on that Eagles football team, right? Mm. And he might not have been the most marquee free agent name they had, right? It's, uh, you know, we know Javon Hargrave and Bradbury, right, Lay and a little bit of the requesting the trade, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I mean, it's really unbelievable when you talk about it. Like you said, the Eagles, yeah. they're so good, and there's like four marquee players we just named that might not be on their team. Uh, but Edwards is phenomenal, and he did get lost in the shuffle. And this is the perfect scheme fit. I'm, I wish I would have called this because this is where I would have called he would have gone. Again, it's Matt Eberflus, right? A little bit rooted in that Seattle cover three system. They like more of the smaller athletic type linebacker. You know, he's a guy that goes around 235, 238, somewhere along there. But as fast sideline to sideline, downhill, you know, good in coverage and space, all of that makes a lot of sense. Matt Eberflus, where'd he come from? The Colts, right? Yeah. Colts had the Shaquille Leonard and that type of guy. That's what they want there. So their offense, they've done a lot of good things with the trade and everything else. It's time to start putting some investment in the defense, and I think that was a smart place to start. You lost Roquan Smith in the trade during the year. Yeah. It's an important position for this defensive scheme, and uh, I'm not shocked to see it. What kind of money are we talking? Is that yet? I don't think we out? know yet. We yeah. don't know. That'll, that'll trickle in as this pod continues. I wouldn't be shocked to see like three years, you know, maybe $54 million. Mm. Where he gets like 36, maybe 40 up, you know, guaranteed, and he'll have to earn that last year of the contract, right? Yeah. Something like that. But I would, I would expect to see a pretty front-loaded year or two to start the contract. And then if it goes well, hey, he'll see number three. If not, they'll, you know, do yeah. something else. I want to dive deeper into the Bears, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. reluctantly. As the you know, Bears overtaking the, Bears, the North. They're going to be one of the teams of the offseason. <laughs> You're going to have to deal with them. They're back in your no, life. Just as long as they it's win so the offseason. They can win the offseason. It's That's so fine. perfect, though. You guys are just getting good. <laughs> yeah. There's nobody you hate more yeah. than the Bears. Yeah. And the Bears got all these assets to start getting good, too. <laughs> well, this is what I'm going to say. And Eagles fans will join me in this, is yeah. that they have a lot of free agents. And yeah. anyone who gets away are guys that they let get away. You know what I mean? Sure. You, they know you can't resign can't them all. Them you all. can't keep them all. Right. But there's going to be this uh, this uh, mantra from maybe Eagles fans, and who knows, maybe it's not wrong, that anyone who leaves the team, that's the Eagles are okay with that. Well, uh, to a They've degree. They've made the decision. Yeah, I mean, to a degree. I think they know and have a good feel for what's realistic and what they might be able to get done or keep or you know who's going to be a, a tough one to, to re-sign. But also, like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to be calculated. And as we've talked about, you know, they're like, oh, I was way off on my money. It was way lower than what I thought. 19 and a half million, so three total years. 19 and a half. I thought he might get something bigger than that. That's not a crazy number Are you at his all. agent? Are I, you I'm acting not, as his agent? Not. I'm not. But wait, so the other part of that with the, the, um, the Eagles thing, too, is, hey, it's all the draft picks they have and the assets they have over the next two years. Yeah, they don't have to panic sign anybody or give them some crazy contract like that. So 
Uh, I'm not shocked, uh, you know, to see T.J. Edwards go, and we'll see. I don't, maybe two out of the four guys they keep, but I don't think it's going to be any more than that. Arch Creep in our YouTube live Ooh, chat Arch Creep. says I like Edwards has the highest grade of all linebackers since he took over as a three-down player season before last. So he, much like you, is all on board. T.J. Edwards. Yeah, Edwards is you know it's a three-down linebacker, you know, and he's what what you're looking for in the modern day. You know, linebacker as far as, yeah, he's not your old school New York Giants, you know, m- like thumper, huge guy, right? That's that's not what he is. It's yeah. a little more rooted in athleticism, and, and that's the kind of defense the Bears play. You know, so he's going to be perfect for what they want to do, let alone he's a field general. You can tell he's smart with the way he plays. We talked a lot at the Eagles a lot, right? All the things they did in the secondary and how they changed defenses on motion and shifting formations. Well, he more times than not was in control of trying to organize everybody. It wasn't an easy task, but, yeah, I think he's perfect for Matt Eberflus. I, I do want to get into the Bears at some point. Yeah. Ayush Bodige, Bodigi on our live chat, says, which teams do you think have the biggest turnarounds from free agency? So, I mean, the, it seems like the Bears are active both in the trade market and free agency. Yeah, right. They might be number one. I, they're the team I would look at to go watch out. I mean, they're, you know, again, we offensively, like we said, I, they're, 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 they're not far off. I mean, when you talk about Claypool, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney when he comes back, you know, the offensive line, hey, they could open up some holes in the running game. Yeah, they need a little help here, and this is, you know – I think McGlinchey's even on the uh, the radar here for the yeah. Bears, and people are expecting something to happen there, which I wouldn't be shocked. Right, right. You know that that makes sense. Again, another guy where they can probably overpay him from what he's probably going to get on the market, and he'd be happy to go there. But yeah, the Bears are are a team that I would go. Yeah, the way they've set things up here could turn it around at least the fastest. Yeah. Right? And then when you add a player like, oh, wait, you know, it's Fields and his electric ability and what he's got around it. And, and you know, off of that, I'm into what you're saying, too. I'm a big fan of Eberflus. I am. I, I really like what they do on the defensive side of the ball. I know I call it the Seattle scheme. It's rooted in that. But just like a good West Coast offensive coordinator, he's put his own spin on things and does some different things along with that. And uh, creative, has it all. And, yeah, the Bears would be the team that I'd, I'd, I'd say, yeah, you better watch out for a quicker turnaround than maybe people think. All right, let's go through some quick hitters here yeah. and some uh, thunder round here. We're going to talk about these players. We will come back and talk about them again yeah. if, it, if it weren't. So this, this pod's going to be – there's not a whole lot of rhyme or reason to it. We're yeah. just going to hit stuff. Just go. Yeah, stuff in the right, moment. Good. Jason Kelsey coming back to the Eagles for his 13th season. He wow. tweeted about it. Uh, Howie Roseman is hyped about Jason Kelsey's return, so I think we have a couple elements here. Here's the tweet from Kelsey. I've put much thought into whether it makes sense to play another season after talking it over with my wife and many other friends and family. I have decided to return for another year. Thank you to all my supporters and detractors for fueling me. I ain't effing done yet. So we edited him. Nobody detracts from him. What is he talking about? And then Howie is (laughs) celebrating with, what is that? Is that like straight tequila? They're doing tequila. Whoa. Yeah, whoa was right. Now, Howie better watch out because um, Jason Kelsey can certainly consume a lot more tequila <laughs> than he can and not be wobbly. Oh, no. And, uh, and, and Howie's trying to open the other bottle. Oh, he should have just the had other Jason bottle. do that. Wow. Wow. Two well, shots. There, there's, you know, and let's see if I can get this right. I mean, I know they have a free agent guard, right, Pete, off the top of my head. Isaac Ciamulo, he's free. So where I see this going for Kelsey, and of course, we're talking about Jason Kelsey. This is a... We don't say this a lot. This is a Hall of Fame center. Yeah. All right. It's awesome he's coming back. Now, they drafted a center in the second round out of Nebraska last year, if you remember, right? He's kind of sitting in the wings. So 
I would expect what happens here off of that, kind of like what they did with Landon Dickerson, who was also a center at Alabama. They'll keep Kelsey at center, of course. Yeah. Landon Dickerson's one guard. I would bet you I, – what's his name? Jernigan? Jernan? I can't think of his damn name. I'll be able to come up to my head in a second here. Second-round pick out of Nebraska last year for the Eagles. He'll go to right guard, I would bet you, which will make Isaac Siamulu maybe – you know, replaceable from that standpoint where they're not yeah. going to overpay him. It's going to have to be the right price. I certainly could see that kind of being the, the future for the Eagles O-line there. This one kind of surprises me. Yeah. The Broncos. Yeah. According to reports, right. are signing former Raiders quarterback uh-huh. Jarrett Stidham to uh-huh. a two-year deal. Now, he was a guy that, I mean, you know Josh McDaniels very well. Yeah. It seemed like Josh really liked Jarrett Stidham, and that was the reason they benched Derek Carr the last couple weeks of the regular season to see what they had in Jarrett Stidham, and he was pretty good. Well, I'm uh, Played okay. It might be the shocking signing so far that I've seen here. The one that made my eyes pop the most was that one you just explained. You know, one – the Raiders don't have a quarterback on the roster now. They got nobody. Jared Sidham wasn't on the roster either, but I, I think they were expecting to get him back. Get him back. Hey, if we draft a young, raw quarterback or something like that, Stidham could hold it down for a little bit. Yeah. I'll be excited. I was way off on my TJ Edwards proclamation for yeah. the contract. All yeah. right. This you get, one. You get a second chance. I get him a second chance, a yeah. second swing here, where I bet you they signed him for big backup money. What would that be? I, I'm, I'm going to guess closer to like, you know, I'm going to say eight to 10 million, maybe somewhere in that range, seven. You know, I, I would I would think it's something substantial for him to leave a comfort zone and a spot where he goes, wait, I know this coach likes me. Yeah. You know, they've been they've been invested in me. The, that's pretty amazing. And, and I'm not shocked to see Sean Payton do it either. I'm not. And you know, again, he's he's protecting himself. He's seen that guy. He knows he knows how to work a system. Stidham's better than people realize. Mm-hmm. And if Russell gets hurt or doesn't play well, he's not going to leverage the farm all on one guy. Always had good backups with the New Orleans Saints. Go check it out. Backups would come in and play for New Orleans and throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Not quite be like Drew Brees, but it wouldn't be far off it. Another thing they did, what was the other thing I said they would do to start free agency? Mm, I don't remember. You don't that. remember? Well, no, what an I, asshole. Give me you a don't second listen to here. every word I say? Well, if this wasn't live, we would edit it in. But, oh, um, okay. Not, not my, uh, <laughs> the, the cloak of, uh, of secrecy well, is gone. When Sean Payton yeah. like, got the job, yeah. one of the things I was constantly saying, I will be shocked that the first move we don't see them make is get a big offensive lineman. Mm. That's where they're going to go. It's a small quarterback in Russell Wilson. He watches the rush too much. The first thing you do to make him feel confident is, hey, don't worry about this. I got this worked out up here. Don't worry. Coaches, O-line coach, we got you blocked. Listen to what I'm saying in coverages. That'll yeah. be part of the rebuilding of his confidence, right? Yep. You remember now? Protect him first. They protect him yeah, first. It may make him feel like, okay, I don't need to scramble around and look for the, exactly. look for the escape plan. Exactly. Right, right, right. And then as we know with small quarterbacks, a lot of times they have a hard time seeing over the middle. Sure. Well, you got big guards in a big center like Drew Brees did in New Orleans and makes it easier because it keeps people away it gives them some room to see yeah so i was not shocked big ben powers from the baltimore ravens and four-year deal then they only get gigantic yeah. linemen in baltimore but sean payton's that way too he's from the bill parcells school of coaching so i wasn't shocked to see that move go down two years 10 million is that what i'm hearing on jared stidham okay Pete, two All years right. 10 so million i said so. seven so i'm, I'm high yeah. so far I'm daniel a, daniel Sauter <laughs> goes sims oh for two so far but you're on the player's side here you've always been on the player's I am, side I right i am really, should really actually surprised edwards didn't get more than that in the market on the open market i was definitely a little high on the 
the uh, the J- Jared Stidham thing to the point where close. Though. I also w- I want to sit here and go, damn. I mean, they didn't want to give him two years, five million, and uh, with the Raiders, or maybe he just said, you know what, I want to try something new and go somewhere else. I don't know, but that's a good signing by the Denver Broncos, and yeah. I'm sure the Raiders are disappointed by that. Well, maybe the Raiders are working on some other things because Roy Crosby goes. Raiders need two quarterbacks now, and there is a report out there that the yeah. Texans and the Raiders are both going to pursue sure. quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, one, the Texans, I could see them. Maybe wanting a guy just in case, hey, we draft a quarterback. We don't have to rely on him to come in and play and, you know, hit the ground running right away. The Raiders, in lieu of what we saw with that Panthers trade, are now in the same spot the Panthers were. Yeah. They're kind of in no man's land. You know, you, you could be sitting there and going, no, you're, you're not going to get a quarterback at pick number seven. You might not. Or at least not one of your top three choices and, and maybe even top four. So that's where it's risky. Garoppolo, there's, there's you know, common ground there. That group was all in New England when they drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. So they know him. He runs the system. And, you know, as we're sitting here piecing this together, you know, as you just said, th- there's a part of me that thinks Jared Sidham signs with the Broncos because he's going, what? We're going to sign Jimmy Garoppolo to be the starter? Right? Like, uh, the, screw that. Like, I could see him maybe be disappointed in that. But I, it makes sense. And if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, it's a no freaking brainer i almost said the f word on our first time on the youtube page (laughs) i'm a little too comfortable in podcast mode here yeah um but like if you're if you're a quarterback right yeah who do you got to work with the texans right now right yeah why would you want to go if so if you're trying to set yourself up for a big payday or you know established i want to be a starter somewhere the raiders are certainly the spot for that are you kidding me? You know, you know, McDaniel's is going to get the offensive line straight. You got Josh Jacobs. You got Waller. You got Renfro. Oh yeah, and you got Devonte Adams. I mean, that's a no-brainer as compared to, oh, oh, okay, wait, I can go to the Texans, sign there. They might draft a quarterback, and now I'll be in that same position I was when they drafted Trey Lance in San Francisco, yeah. to where they just wait for me to mess up so they can put him in or something. So uh, I, I would certainly think if the contracts are somewhat equal there, the Raiders would have a big advantage. And the Raiders, if you're if you're Josh McDaniels, you want that quarterback that just runs your offense, right? Although that is what Kyle Shanahan also wants. Yeah. And he wants to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. So so who knows? Maybe it's not quite what you think you're getting if you're Josh McDaniels. But, but yeah, still, it seems like it, it would work. If it worked in San Francisco, if it worked in San Francisco with the weapons they had, which are very good, they're also good in Las Vegas, and it should offensively work defensively is where they got to yeah they got some, they got some work to do figure no some doubt. things out there all right we yeah. go down the the breaking news list here some of the reports out there we talked about uh the uh quarterback situation we talked a little bit about the broncos and ben powers going over there on a four-year deal there's also a report out there with the broncos that they have had trade talks around their wide receivers Cortland sutton jerry judy and kj hamler i i mean those are big names but i think I can understand Sean Payton is he's trying to build the team and get assets into the way he envisions of it envisions it. You know, Sutton has not looked the same ever since he hurt his ACL, you know. There were some moments last year. Yeah. Jerry Judy's certainly been up and down. KJ Hamler would scare the crap out of me because it's a lot of injuries so far and there was injuries in college. So I think he's looking at that probably going, wait. You know, and some of these guys, Jerry Judy's probably going, wait, I want to be paid maybe after a good year. He's looking at it going, I don't know if I want those headaches. I'd rather get my kind of guys in here. I'm not shocked to see that. 
You know, I think right now he's more worried about acquiring assets and the personnel and people that he sees in his vision along with, uh, you know, GM George Payton. Mm -hmm. I I would imagine that. And, you know, maybe there's some guys out there where he feels like if they can acquire some assets that maybe they can, you know, get somebody they want and trade or, you know, free up some money for the agency. He's thinking long-term as as well as this short-term fix here. An area of strength, perhaps, for the Broncos that they'll get some future assets from. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Breaking news. We need need the sound. The San Francisco 49ers Uh have signed former Eagles defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. Whoa. Are you kidding me? So they went Javon Hargrave. Wow. Live on the pod. Wow. You talk about holy crap, Batman on a defensive line right there. That's that's unbelievable. I mean, uh, it's definitely the shocker. I, we don't know any money yet, right? I mean, I guess no. not. Oh, let's do it again. Should we do it again? I, I'm scared to. I'm burnt. You burned oh, me. Oh, I do okay? know the money. I do know do the you, money. You know it already. Yeah, we got it. This is from Ian Rappaport. Okay, go ahead. Let me, let me hear it. Four-year, $84 million deal. Four-year, $84 million year. So 21, 21 a year makes sense. You know, I'm, I'm, I'd be interested to hear you know, how much of that is backloaded or whatever else. But yeah. yeah, you never know. You take it with a grain of salt. Right? Definitely. Some of these longer-term deals especially. Um, uh, the, you know, the other thing I'm just I'm pulling up for the 49ers um, free agents here. Excuse me if I seem like I'm bumbling and fumbling all over myself. $40 million guaranteed, by 40 the way. $40 million guaranteed. Wow. So, I mean, it's a hard, that's hard for me to believe that he won't be there, you know, for probably three years when it's all said and done. You know, there's probably more to that and a practical guarantee of really probably getting close up there to, to $60 million. But um, I'm just thinking about them, that D-line, I mean, him, Javon Kinlaw, they're going to pay Bosa some point this offseason, Okay. And now you got Hargrave to go with Eric Armstead, right? I mean, that that to me is unbelievable when you really break it down and what you got working there. Mm-hmm. And it, it actually is making me think here is as far as, you know, how are they gonna how are they gonna play this? I'm guessing they're gonna go Kinlaw and Hargrave inside and bump Eric Armstead outside, right? So he he has the ability to do that. It's not gonna be a big problem. Uh, but wow, does that give them some size group? And you know, the crazy thing about Hargrave is, I think this system will fit him. You know, he can do some two gapping, but he's for his size is extremely, extremely athletic. And then, yeah, his ability to really is his pass rush ability to me is the most impressive thing. You would think of the way he looks, you'd go, oh, he'd be a great run stopper. He's a good run stopper. Yeah. He's a better interior pass rusher. And that was already one of the best pass rushers in football. So watch out. All right, easy come, easy go. And now though, for the McGlinchey's gone, right? I mean, McGlinchey's gone. Yeah, he's no gone. Doubt. He's There's gone. no way they Give can it, pay you, both. Let's hear the, let's hear the, Breaking the Bears. News. No, the Broncos. Oh, the Broncos are signing former you. 49ers right tackle Mike McGlinchey. I told you, I told you that this is what Denver was going to do. I knew it. I knew it. I just, you know, Sean Payton, like a Shanahan or a McDaniel, I have a pretty good feel for just because I've, I've watched them so closely over the years and know so many people in their coaching tree. And I just, you know, they, they have some some things or there's some tendencies as far as how they operate, right? Not a bad thing. Yeah. But damn. So they get now McGlinchey and Ben Powers. Wow, see, so there you go. 
They're going to be balanced. They're taking pressure off Russell already. He's going to feel protected. They're going to run the ball. But, uh, yeah, Sean Payton, for all his past game, 5,000 yards, you know, I, I, people forget how much he believes in up front and how big those teams were in New Orleans like we've discussed in the past. So who loses out there? Bears, you said, were trying to build their offensive line a little bit. Bengals seems to be a topic of conversation every year uh, now. Who kind of lost out Yeah, those two guys? Yeah. Um, Yet to be determined, right? No, There's still no, some offensive def- linemen that can go off the board. Def- but. Definitely. That's right. That's right. And that's, you know, McGunchie was, I think, clearly like the premier tackle and free agency, right? You know, so now it's, yeah, who's the next guys after that? Yeah. The Orlando Brown Juniors of the world, yeah. right? Where he wants to play left tackle, so you don't want him to, he doesn't want to play right tackle. Um, but, yeah, we're getting into that, which I think is one of the more interesting things out there. But, yeah, they lost their chance at the their premier right tackle in this free agency right here. That's for sure. And now, you know, where they move from there, that's a good question. Who's the next guy up on – you know, the list for possible tackle, that's where, you know, hey, now there's going to be a little bit of a, a drop. There's guys like Isaiah Wynn out there, right, from the New England Patriots. Orlando Brown, I said that, Pete, but I was like, you know, was Orlando Brown, is he going to want to play right tackle? Maybe they move him to left and figure something out. They could do either way, but, you know, what's he pricing himself at? I'm still shocked that Orlando Brown has not got re-signed by the Kansas City Chiefs, and that hasn't worked itself mm-hmm, out. So, mm-hmm. uh, but... But, uh, yeah, I would still expect we hear the Bears with some sort of O-line move here in the next 24 hours or somewhere in that range. Uh, there's a report out there yeah. of a player requesting a trade. Mm. One of the better running backs, maybe the best dual threat running back, pass catching out of the backfield, Austin Eckler requesting permission to seek a trade from the Chargers. Not, not like, I mean – Shocking, but I think when you when you kind of unpack it a little bit, I don't know if it's that shocking. They've fed him so much. I mean, he is like a huge part of their offense. I know. I think the offense is going to go a little different direction. He's on the last year of his deal, right? So you know he's talking to them right now and wants a new deal. They have probably realized, or both sides have realized, whoa, we're far apart, right? This is usually how these things kind of work. All right, and then you go into... Now it's the new – this is not the West Coast, you know, uh, Lombardi, Joe Lombardi offense. You got Kellen Moore in town. I think Kellen Moore wants to run a little bit more traditional running back, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard between the bat, tackles a little bit, and then set it up to throw deep passes down the field with Justin Herbert. And Eckler, you know, I, I think, yeah, I would worry about you know, how much longer does he have to be a – every down workhorse between the tackles type runner to like you're saying it's a lot of touches and carries for a smaller guy right haven't you seen him squat though Uh, i know i well yeah he's a guy that i don't see the end like i'm not i wouldn't sit here and go oh well yeah it's the last year or two i mean the way he's kept himself in shape the way he looked there he still looks really good but i think it's more of a philosophy slash hey it's the running back position teams might don't want to overpay for that they paid a lot of players in free agency last year and he probably thinks he's worth more than that and uh yeah he'll be finding a new home new home let's talk a little falcons right here yeah they've been active the last couple days last few hours here uh report out there the patriots are trading tight end Jonu smith to the falcons mm. your reaction to that i like that and then they had the other move too right the um the guard 
Chris oh, Lynch. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I'll, I'll list all of them. Sorry, I didn't here. mean to so jump no. you there. I was I just going to no. kind of encompass it Who's all running this show? Who's <laughs> running this ship? You are, but. Uh, <laughs> yes, they've done, a, they've done a few things here. So yeah. that uh, right guard, Chris Lindstrom, who was on the all-under-talked-about team, and yeah. you mentioned him as well in your all-pro voting, yep. agreed to a five-year extension with the Falcons. So they saw firsthand the same things that you saw from highest, the distance. I think he got the highest. He's the highest-paid guard in football, right? So that's a pretty big deal. At least I thought I saw that. And a report out there that the Falcons have also signed former Saints defensive tackle David Onyemata to a three-year deal, $35 million, half guarantee. Yeah, okay. I mean, again, I think we know the mantra of what the Atlanta Falcons are too, right? I mean, again, this is a little bit along the, the, the Sean Payton conversation that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also the um, – the the other thing about them, Lidstrom's Lidstrom by far for me, okay, is the best guard in football. He was my first team All Pro. I'm not shocked to see that. And then again, they're a team that it all starts with the Mike Vrabel. We're gonna run the football, mm-hmm. you know, between the tackles, play smash mouth, control the clock, and that's what he does best. That's too. what he does best. He is a road grader. Jonah Smith also. Fits that mold from this standpoint, right? And I would imagine this is the vision they're seeing here, mm-hmm. where one, he has history with Jonah Smith, Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith was in Tennessee. That's where Jonah came from and signed with the New England Patriots as a free agent. I thought you were going to say cousins because right? of their last name. <laughs> yeah. Brothers from together. another. <laughs> but but so I w- I would envision them wanting to play Kyle Pitts, Jonah Smith. Smash mouth, Al- Algier up the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to pound the ball, pound the ball. You know, hey, we got a big receiver in Drake London on the outside. Oh, you're going to bring all these people in to stop the run? We're a great running team with our two tight ends and Kyle Pitts and Jonah Smith. And just like we talk about with other teams that create mismatches. Oh, now you got all your, your base defense, big linebackers. We're going to stop the run. Oh, now we're spread out. Now yeah. it's two athletic tight ends split out against your slow-ass linebackers who can't cover anybody. And I would envision that's what they want to do. It's what he did a little bit when he was with the Tennessee Titans. So uh, that makes total sense from that standpoint. And then one of the things we've talked about, you know, again, the defensive side of the ball, yeah, they want to be big. We know that. Anyamata is a great run-stopping defensive tackle who has a little versatility as far as shade nose, three technique, three, four, five technique, and kind of do it all there, right? So that makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, think, I think those are all within what they want to do. Now, to me, the Falcons, the next thing is just like, they, you know, splash player. Who's, you know, I know they re-signed uh, Carter, their big outside linebacker who they draft, you know, was, was with the Giants and... Lorenzo Carter, right. You know, are they going to get a big-time pass rusher to go along with, with the group here at some point? You know, so that, that's where I'm interested to see this go. And then, you know, even uh, the, 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 their new D coordinator, right? Dean Pease moved on in Atlanta. They got the Nielsen, uh, Ryan Nielsen, who was with Anyamata in New Orleans. So that helps him set his culture, right? Mm-hmm. So all that makes sense, I think, for what they're doing, not only as a team, but, you know, with their new hire, uh, Ryan Nielsen. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, 
the Marines. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, let's move on. We can come back to the Falcons later on here. We have more on the Patriots. We talked about them trading away their tight end Smith for a seventh-round pick. Uh, cornerback Jonathan Jones re-signing with the Patriots on a two-year deal, $20 million guaranteed, uh, $13 million guaranteed, $20 million overall. Oh, say those, say those ones to me again there. Let me hear those words. I don't know if I saw those Jonathan Jones, yeah. two-year deal, $20 million, 13 guaranteed. Yeah, all right. Well, hey, listen, he's still – he's really a premier nickel corner. Yeah. Took a little bit of a step back last year. He had to play outside. You know, they moved him outside because of injuries, and that's not exactly his strong point there. But, you know, teams that match up in the secondary, match up according to what the other receiving core is, right? A lot of teams in football go, wait, no, these are our three corners, and we play them no matter what team we are. Yeah. New England does not do that. They're a little bit more like, no, no, we have five or six corners, and depending on your three receivers that you play this week, we match them up accordingly. We think our corners match up with certain skill sets of your receivers, and we're going to make that a problem for you, right? So Jones is, yeah, an awesome slot with some outside versatility. You know, does a lot of good things for them. I'm not shocked to see that that re-signing there. Breaking news from my Detroit Lions. Whoa. You ready? They are signing former Steelers corner Cam Sutton. Three-year deal. Wow. Three-year deal. $33 guaranteed. Okay. All right. I thought he might get a little bit more money than that. I'm low on my expectations here a little bit. Sutton, hello. Good player. One of the more underrated. Why would you just say good? I mean, great, great player. Well, really good player. What I meant by is much better player than I think the public realizes. That's where. He's not a household name. He's not like some of the stars we always talk about. But, damn, you break him down on what he's done in Pittsburgh the last few years. Pittsburgh has broken away a little bit from the mold of being a zone team all the time. They've relied on him. Your damn Lions, if there's a damn position they need on their football team, it yeah. starts right there. So good for them. And, you know, I think he's one of the – he's smart value, right? Not a huge number. He's really, really in my mind, a better player than that number right there. He is. But still, nonetheless, 22 guaranteed, three-year deal. He might see every penny of that, but a good signing for your Aaron Glenn and – Detroit Lions and the the kneecap biters. Now, you've talked about this before in building a team and how you do it. A lot of teams want to do it through the draft, right? Yep. Those players, are their salaries are depressed for the first few years of, of their career. Yeah. But the draft comes after free agency. So uh-huh. here you have the Lions with a top six pick. 
the guy from Oregon should be out there for right. him. A lot of people think they could take him. They yeah. still could, yeah. right? Definitely. This you doesn't affect up. that. It doesn't affect that. You know? This is not like you've spent the farm on like some like this is the island corner and we're gonna base this. This right. to me is like need more no, than one. We're gonna get another A plus guy and this is our A minus guy right here in, in Cam Sutton, right? That's kind of how I look at it. That, that, so that it, it makes sense. I don't think it has anything to do with them at number six. And if they, you know, start to get a hold of their board, if they go, wait, corner is definitely one of the top things for us to take here. I don't think that contract will – you guys need more than one guy in the secondary, yeah. as we know. So, yes. uh, And, you know, your, your third round, third yeah. pick from the draft from Ohio State. Okuda. Okuda has, has not – you know, he's been solid. He yeah. certainly went in the right direction last year, but certainly hasn't lived up to the number three pick in the draft. Daniel is chiming in on the chat. This is a great live show. Hey, so we like thank it you, so Daniel. far. We're trying thank to you, hit Dan. it all, man. We're trying to do it all, uh, and I think we're doing a good job other than me guessing contracts, which I'm not going to be doing anymore. <laughs> it's like a quarterback who throws his third interception. You're just like, I'm going to be conservative from here on out. And uh, just take no. the ten yard completion. No, we're gonna okay. build conf- we're gonna build confidence as the show goes, and at the end we're gonna go for a hail mary and try to do it one more time before we get done here. Uh, more Ravens news: They released Calais Campbell. Not a huge surprise, I guess. No, not a not a huge surprise. You're right, and and I think his number was pretty substantial. Uh, Pete, if you could help me with that, uh, but I, I think we've gotten to the Calais Campbell. We're, we're again. I don't want to be disrespectful. We're getting towards the end of a career. Mm. Of a guy that's a Hall of Fame defensive tackle. Hall of Fame defensive tackle. I want to make sure everybody realizes that. You know. But I think they're a team that's, yeah, you know, trying to get a little younger up front, trying to turn the page a little bit in certain positions. He's done a great job for them. You know, I don't think he's done playing, but um, you know, off the top of my head, I can't remember what his that one kind of broke as I was walking in. I can't remember his price tag or what he was gonna make and what Pete, was it there, Pete? Uh Save them seven million dollars. That makes sense. Yes, that, that's that's so that that's what I would have expected there. And you know, hey, Calais Campbell, we'll see. Do you, do you think he signs with another team? You know, or does he call it quits? I could see him if the right team comes along and pays him enough, and they're a real contender, Super Bowl contender. Yeah, one of those he's yet teams. to get yeah. that. You know what I mean? He he might go one more year. Detroit at this. Lions, something like that. Uh, Anthony <laughs> Anthony has uh, sent a message. Could you guys talk a little bit about Ramsey? So the big trade over the weekend, oh, Jalen Ramsey, right, uh, going from the Rams to Miami, L.A. to Miami. Yeah, it was like that's where he wanted to go. Well, of course, everyone right. wants to go to Miami, um, but it was just a third round pick, right? And you created a, a bit of a stir. Man, when I'm you... getting dragged by players in the NFL, huh? <laughs> oh, did, did did some player Darius Slay? So you just said he's you know not one of the top cover corners out in the NFL anymore, right. but has versatility that down the road he could play some safety. And so it's a pretty good trade for the Miami Dolphins. Good player, it's, good player it's to have. Really good player. I just I'm trying to say yes, he's no longer for for my money a top five cover corner in football. Now, uh, let me just make sure I make this clear. Top five cover corner is different than still one of the top five-ish secondary players in football. Yeah. Where I would still put him in that category. Listen, what I want to say, like, first off, Quandre Diggs went, like, totally personal on me. And, I mean, I don't know. He went totally personal on me. I, I don't know what the deal was there. But, you know, Darius Slay just said, I sound ridiculous. I mean, really? Uh, so the best corner in football is getting traded for a third-round pick? Well, damn, Darius and Diggs, the cornerback market sucks then. 
You guys need to change the position. The top corner, and you need to call the Rams and go, how dumb are you guys? You traded away the best corner in football for a third-round pick. You know why they, that happened? Because he's not the best corner in football. No. Okay? Mad respect for Jalen Ramsey, but just because it's mad respect doesn't mean I just lie between my teeth. Okay? Come on. That's a, that, they're ridiculous for that. I want to get on a Twitter beef with them, but it's a no-win situation for me, so I'll leave it alone. Well, they're not. But I know. Make, like, I saw Robinson Camby. He was on here going, you're getting dragged on. Like, why am I getting dragged for saying a guy that got traded for a third-round pick and is not asking for more money is not – and I said he's just not a top cover corner anymore. Why am I getting dragged? By, like, again, why? That's that's all I would question there. I think um, challenge flag to those people. I'd love them to come on here and let's talk about it. Darius Diggs, you around? Come on, we'll I'll give you the number live right here on the NBC YouTube page. We are live. We can discuss it. They can what? go into the chat. Right, they get want on to the right chat. Now. Get in come the on. chat. I mean, Pete, seriously, if you want to tweet at them right now, tell them to get on the chat and talk about it. Let's oh my do it. gosh, could it happen live I'd, on I'd YouTube? Love I'd love to. Uh, and here's the funny thing, too, from doing the podcast with you. I think there were times this year you're like, I, I think Jalen Ramsey has lost. He's lost maybe a couple steps. And as the year went on, you go, man, he still does a lot of things really, he really does, well. He's really well. I mean, he's yeah. great. I just, yeah. Do I put him in the category of Jair Alexander and Xavier Howard and Sauce Gardner and Patrick Sertan right now? No, I don't. He's not He's not the Tyson Campbell for the Jaguars, right? I, I don't put him quite there. I'm sorry, you know. I mean, but damn, I mean, if Jalen Ramsey or anybody's listening to me talk about Jalen Ramsey since my day back to Bleacher Report, I mean, it's been steady love, one of my favorite people in football. But I'm not just going to sit here and lie through my teeth and go, oh, yeah, great trade, great trade, number one corner in football. Man, Rams got fleeced, third round pick for the number one corner in football. That doesn't sound right. Come on. You guys don't sound right. You're wrong. Negative ghostwriter, you're wrong. And then Diggs went ultra personal on me about my college career when he was six years old. I, he was obviously a diehard fan of the, <laughs> yeah. Texas, uh, you, the Texas football team. You, you, push, you can push some people's buttons, and you're getting very good at pushing Dolphins fans' buttons. So I think that's part of it here, too, is that uh, like, why does Chris always have to ruin our good days? Uh, you weren't trying to ruin their good days. You're just trying to be honest, as you always do on this show. <laughs> I like this. Trogdog said, Sims is right. Diggs is smoking what I am smoking. <laughs> yeah. I like it, Trogdog. Thank you. A little fun. Yeah, uh, and NM Sauce is the man. There's just, again, I, I, I love, I, I got bad love there, but yeah, I kind of got dragged through it there a little bit for, I saw it when I was going to bed last night. You're like, like, oh, oh no, gosh. here we go. And you weren't even trying to. I that, really like, was you're just like trying a, to give an assessment. Like is, I had a lot of people going, man, a third rounder for Jalen Ramsey. I'm shocked that it's that low or right. I'm yeah. surprised that it's only a third rounder. And you go, well, here's why. Well, here's maybe. why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's all I was the, trying yeah, to say. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we come back to that once Darius and Quandre enter the chat. Morgan, when that happens, just let us know, all right? And we'll, we'll drop everything we're doing uh, and go right to the chat once again. Uh, what else we got out here? Uh, ba 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 Rams. Um, oh, but wait, the other thing, too, with that. What okay. a, it was a great trade Oh, for yes. the Dolphins. Great. Yes. You know, and the Rams are trying to rebuild their team, right? Yes. You know, so they need it to helps do the Rams that. a little bit flexibility for exactly. them. Exactly. But yeah, what does it do for the, for the Dolphins' secondary? The Dolphins are officially in, like, Icing in the cake mode, right? Other than really, you can go through, and we talked about this a lot during the season. We go through their roster and go, what part of the roster really needs an improvement? Other than we, hey, the offensive line maybe needs to get a little better and more mature. They could probably add a player, but it's not like it's, oh, it's so bad that, you know. So, yeah, they'll probably add somebody here, but like they're in like 
you know, what do you you don't even need all these draft picks and all this. What you, yeah. you got people at, all over the board. You know, you got of course Christian Wilkins you got to sign and Raquan Davis is, you know, a hell of a player. Jalen Phillips as we talked about it to me is already the best pass rusher on their team and they have Bradley Chubb. They're stacked. They're stacked. They are stacked. They are a team that you look at and go, "Wait, it was a Super Bowl roster before and now it's then some." And then you add that guy to all the things he can do in the secondary, match up with certain match up with a Travis Kelsey in the AFC playoffs, you know, match up with a a big receiver on another team. I mean, He's going to be great in that you know area, and, and Vic Fangio on defense, I think, Scott, you know, knows how to use those longer type corners. So, just a little uh, context here. Yeah. So, this was the deal for Ramsey. Uh, he was traded uh, from the Rams for the tight end Hunter Long and a third round pick. Now, in 2019, when Ramsey was traded, he was traded for two first round picks and a fourth round pick. And so that's a little bit well, more so, significant of a haul. Well, why is that? Explain that to me, Ahmed. <laughs> he might have been considered. He might more have been the a... top cover corner in football. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, I or mean, that's, at least top three. That's what I want to send to those guys and go. Wait, wait, you guys. The same guy got traded when mm-hmm. he was the top cover corner, and look what he got. And he wanted a new contract, and he got that. He wants no contract. And he got a third-round pick, but you're going to tell me that. So, okay, I'm going to move on. I saw somebody say move on, let it go. Oh, no, you Wait, did? I did. I saw somebody say Who move on, it? let it go. Yeah, it was uh, It was uh, Jalen Ramsey maybe. It was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Did I just see show. other breaking news right here? What? Hold I, on. I no. think, Are you I going think, with the chat? Do, 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 do. The I chat, did, the I chat has been pretty good the, the chat has been news. pretty good. But, but I'm uh, not going to say it until you guys say okay, it. Okay, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. All uh, right. We'll confirm. We want uh, two people well, in the chat to confirm. We go with two chat sources here on Chris Sims on Buddy. I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm still amazed about the Orlando Brown left tackle thing. What, what, what amazes you about I that? I just, well, they traded for him. He's played well. Yeah, why isn't it done? Why isn't it done? Why don't they keep him? It's got to be, to me, I was shocked he didn't get franchised. So that to me speaks to like he wants an exorbitant amount of money that he wants to blow the market, you know, the top off the market. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you saw like Laramie Tunzel tweeted at Mahomes when Mahomes said this free agency is about to be crazy, and then Tunzel sent something back. So that made me think, wait, is this something going to go down with Laramie Tunzel to the Kansas City Chiefs here and Orlando Brown? They're just going to give up and go, wait, we can't figure out a contract. I don't know. That, that's where I'm just. That's where my head is at right now. Stay tuned. We're going to be live on YouTube for Forever. the next seven hours we're straight here till tomorrow until every breaking news until Aaron Rodgers makes his decision. Is what <laughs> we're going to do. We're well, going to stay here. He, he's been saying we might for, as well. We should take some ayahuasca then. We <laughs> might be here a while for two months. It's like the headline on the bottom of the screen has been like, not going to take long. <laughs> You're going to find out here pretty soon. I was like, it's been a long time already, uh, Aaron. It's uh, been going that and Lamar so slow. You know, do we get a do we get Lamar? Does there something that starts to break or happen or does somebody, you know, climb out of the weeds here that we didn't think was and get into the Lamar conversation? By the way, yeah. uh, I was listening to you and your dad yep. talk on the last time you did the pod because I was doing A-10 basketball. Yeah. Eight games in two days. Way That's significant. Way to go, Slugger. Well, well done, VCU, in the NCAA yeah, they tournament. Won it, right? I saw a little of the final. Yeah, They're um, going to be a tough out. They beat Dayton in the final. Right, They're right. going to be a tough out okay. in the NCAA tournament. You're Cinderella out there. That's the only information you'll get on the NCAA tournament on this pod right now. <laughs> um, but when you were talking about uh, Lamar with your dad. Yeah. I thought that you talked about it for like 20, 25 minutes or something like that. That was a great conversation. And it kind of gave the details and gave nuance to the whole. Because I think when the news came out that, that a lot of teams were out on Lamar, 
Uh, people are like, well, what's going on? People it's jump collusions. to conclusions. Right. You're collusions like, oh, no. on collusion. I want to be a good Everybody loves Lamar. Super complicated. Now, nobody situation. wants a guaranteed contract for yep. five years, $240 million. Nobody. Wanted, and to trade two first round picks. Right. And to maybe have it all blow up in their face when the Ravens match it and their own quarterback's mad at them for doing that. Well, exactly. You know, they didn't take collusion to figure that out. They didn't yeah. need to call each other and be like, hey, let's band together against the guy who's asking for the craziest contract in the history of football. Right. You know, he's asking for a contract that's, you know, more expensive than some of the guys that are better than him at the position. Right? Hey, again, now Deshaun Watson got that contract for unforeseen circumstances. He, he got a little lucky to a degree. Because of the situation and the dysfunction of the Browns. But, yeah, you know, I, I get sick of the Lamar hate online. I, and for some reason, I, because I want Lamar to get an agent and get more money, you know, and I'm also being real and, you know, I don't know what to expect. And I'm not going to blame everybody else in the world yeah. for these problems. People think I don't like Lamar. And that's just not true. You know that. I mean, I'm like the biggest defender of Lamar in the world. Lamar is I, – I get I, – what I don't understand right now is going on with Lamar, too, is I see this a lot online. Well, we don't want to pay for running backs. Everybody's willing to pay for Jalen Hurts, but they won't pay for Lamar Jackson. Mm. Uh, you know, well, Lamar Jackson's a gifted thrower of the football, as you heard my dad say. Yeah. It's an elite arm. He's never been in that offense that's had to rely on just passing game and had the weapons around him. I have no doubt that he can do that if he's put in that position. You know, so, yeah. The commanders, too. They're another team, a little bit like some of these we've talked about, where you go, you know, they're not far off. They got a lot of pieces in place. The quarterback is a huge issue, you know. So I don't, I'm still one yeah. that's like, are they really going to go with Sam Howell to, to to be the guy to start OTAs and make him the starter? So yeah, they're the team I have my eye on maybe here for the Lamar conversation. Yeah, the final chapter has not been written on on Lamar to some teams out there that he may have initially said that they were out. Lil Miss GM in the YouTube. Live chat says Lamar needed an agent, needs an agent. Will he just get one? And I do think that's part of it here, too, is that uh, say what you want about agents and their role in football, and you may like it, you may not like it. But the fact that this is how the system works with an agent contacting teams, why would you ever believe that trying to go outside of that would make things just run as smoothly? Well, right? It's yeah. obviously going to be more difficult when you go outside of the system. Now, maybe eventually that's the way the system works and players can do this more easily. But to be the first guy and to be this high profile and try to do it the same way, of course, it's going to be hiccups and roadblocks and yeah. things that make it more difficult. Exactly. When you well, the there's a reason you see a lot of I mean, you don't ever see a top tier quarterback even deal with this stuff because yeah. he just goes, wait, I'm, I'm, this is out of my league. It's not what I do. You know, I know West right slot, 72Z bingo, you split, but what? The third-year option of a contract that breaks down to what? Yeah. Huh? I mean, the smartest quarterbacks in the history of football had agents. The guy he wants to emulate in the contract has an agent that got him that contract. That's what I don't <laughs> understand, you know? You know, and as we've discussed, some of the, you know, non-apparel deals and all that type of stuff for a guy that's really one of the most famous people in the sport, I think speaks to that too. So I, I, I want – Lamar to be paid big time. Yeah. I do. Uh, so we'll see where you know where that goes. Breaking news. Uh oh. Reports out there: the Raiders oh, are close is. to signing there it is. quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. There it is. So he's going to the Raiders. That's probably part of the reason Jared said him signed with the Broncos too. He's probably like, wait, I I, I don't want to do that. 
Right. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out. But there. why would he want to go? I don't know. He, in Denver he, with well, Russell maybe Wilson. he just wants He's a new look. Maybe he looks at it and goes, "Wait, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is that much better than me." I don't know. Maybe he wanted more of a shot from Josh McDaniels. Maybe they made it clear that you're clearly going to be the backup. Hmm. I don't know. Or, or it got to the point where they just they couldn't actually pay him that money because they're going to have to pay Jimmy G a decent amount of money Maybe. here. You know, Stardom, I think, was a lot more of a realistic thing if they were going to draft the quarterback. Then you could kind of overpay him to be that bridge guy slash backup, right? Now if you're bringing in a guy that's making, I would think he's going to get somewhere 28. Oh, boy. You're doing it again. I'm going to say it, 28, maybe close to 30. A year? Or, yeah, yeah, a year. That, you know, that, that, of course, took Stidham's money away. But I understand this. And like we said, the Raiders are in no man's land as far as the draft's concerned. He knows the system, Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, McDaniels was in New England when they drafted him. Their offense is ready right now. And, you know, there's not going to be a quarterback that I think they look at as fitting to yeah. run that show, at least right away. You know, that's going to be their pick number seven. So they're going to make their own move and make it happen themselves. We're finding homes for these quarterbacks, and Carolina's trading up for the one spot, so they'll get their quarterback. And Pete goes in my ear, is this one less option for Aaron Rodgers if it doesn't work out with the Jets here? You were pretty clear talking to Mike no, Florio. Yeah. You think it's Jets or nothing? Retire. Yeah. Or maybe Green Bay. But, I mean, he's got the he's getting the cold shoulder from Green Bay. I right. mean, they, they're, they're telling him they don't want him. Yeah. I think it's Jets or retire. You know, I never thought that Rodgers to the Raiders was a real thing. Anybody that's been listening to me over the last few weeks, it just that's not. I don't think that's Josh McDaniel's cup of tea. I don't think that's where Aaron Rodgers wants to go. To go, wait, I got to go to the AFC West and deal with that crew over there, and it's a totally new system. I mean, totally new, right? There'd be a way different learning curve. You know, Brady went from New England to Tampa, and they weren't that dissimilar in the system and the language. Mm. It's in that same school of thinking, Bruce Arians and what he did. This is totally different, like you've heard me say before. So, I, and then plus it's the Raiders, I think, are looking for something a little bit more sustainable here. You know, I would think now that they got Jimmy Garoppolo, they're you know, hoping he can be the guy for at least two, three years, right? Aaron Rodgers, you do that and you go, well, crap. We're, we're, he retired next year. We're back in the boat. We needed a quarterback. And we traded away a pick and gave $60 million to him and got some dead money because we did that. You know, all those type of things that are, I think are, you know, not in, in the formula for the Raiders. Trog Dog has typed in the live chat, Jimmy will get over 30. So it's I, you I, versus I Trog be, Dog. Oh. <laughs> I like Trog Dog. He's my man here so far. But <laughs> I, I'm, uh, he, he might be right. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see it. You know, I think he falls into the category of like what we saw with Derek Carr. You know, right in that 32, 31, 33, somewhere, somewhere right in there. Uh, the Packers do want one player back on their team. They are re-signing their kick returner, Keyshawn Nixon, to a one-year deal. Hey, they yeah. want him more than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right? He's uh, he's an elite kick returner. I mean, yeah, he's the he best kick very... returner in the game. I think so, right? He is. He definitely and is. And you never know. You, I mean, they might have an elite plan, and they got guys all around him, too, but he seems to have a knack for I, figuring it out. I think he's got a, some secondary value, too. Oh. So I think there's a little bit of, like, double whammy there where, like, hey, you could possibly start for us. If not, you're a really good backup, plus you're an elite returner. So no-brainer for them. 
them, and good for Rich Passaccia. He's one of the better special teams coaches out there. Yeah. He gets a guy like that. Uh, Nixon was an all-pro, according to Chris Sims. He was. He was. I, and wasn't and he an all-pro in total? I, I thought was he might have been in total. He had to have been the guy, I, right? I would have thought he's the guy, kick returner. I can't remember kick yeah, returner off the top been, of my head. Right? I think it was him. Yeah. Uh, our chat will confirm that for us. <laughs> uh, some news out there. The Panthers on the defensive line. They're signing former Saints tackle Shy Tuttle. Ooh. Three-year deal. $19.5 million. Oof. Shy's big guy, big boy, but they need a little size. You heard us talk. We talked about this during the year. They're athletic as hell up front. There is not enough size on the defense there. You know, it's, it's, they needed some run stuffers. And Shy is, you know, out of the University of Tennessee, if I remember correctly, it's been four or five years, but a true shade nose, nose tackle guy, right? So now, hey, it's a big third and one, or it's second and two. You can have him at nose, and now Derek Brown can maybe play on the edge of the guard or somewhere else. He doesn't always have to be in that position. So that's where uh, I think it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good deal for them. There's something, again, athletic front seven they got there in Carolina. Size was an issue, so I, I can totally understand that. All right, so they've lost some draft capital, have the Panthers. We'll stick with them here for a second because we already talked about the trade earlier, getting up to that number one overall pick. Yeah. The Bears got the two first, yeah. the two seconds. They got DJ Moore, who you love. I mean, just your thoughts on that deal, first of all. I know it's like the Panthers, give them credit. They're being aggressive right here, but were they a little too aggressive? I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm going to say I really thought it was, you know, I'm sorry, YouTube, shit or get off the pot time, right? How many years are we going to go here with, let's find the one-year quarterback. Let's find another one-year quarterback. Yeah, he's, uh, Frank Bridgewater, like, Sammy Darnold, Sam Darnold, yeah. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. We'll just keep throwing darts at a board. It's like Frank Reich, wherever he's been, right? is wherever he's been. Like the Indianapolis Colts have been doing so that. It's like they both merge. <laughs> it's like Tepper, the owner, is like, damn, I've been doing this the last few years. Frank Reich's like, I've been doing this. Hey, let's screw this. Let's make a move and I get know. a guy. I so have we'd... a hard time remembering which team Frank Wright even currently coaches. Because I'm like, they're both so similar in that respect. So it's, uh, it's, <laughs> and they're both blue, as Pete says. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I think, you know, all in all, um, I think it was the proper move. Yeah. You know, again, a team that got a lot of core pieces and young guys that you like, right? We saw them make their little run there at the end of the year. Um, I, it, it's, it's like they're in a spot at nine where I, I, by all due accounts, think Frank Reich wants to run a quarterback with a guy that can drop back and throw the ball and – run it like Jim Kelly did in, when he was the backup quarterback there or when he took the job with the Colts with Andrew Luck. He wants that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of offense he wants to run. It's what he's did in Philadelphia too. So that to me, you know, was in danger of being picked number nine. You know, maybe Anthony Richardson could be there at number nine, but Anthony Richardson is raw. You know, you're going to have to run a little bit of a different offense at first. You know, that, that to me doesn't screen. Like, Anthony Richards is not the guy you, you trade up to number one. He's got incredible talent, yeah. some big time, but he's a little more of a project. <coughs> so you think, it's, you think it's clear I think who the it's, guy is? I, not only clear, I told you, I think it'll become very clear as we go throughout. Again, these coaches are watching what I'm watching. Uh, they're just – I have a hard time thinking that you're going to come to a conclusion that, that C.J. Stroud is not the best quarterback in the draft. I know I'm coming out with my rankings next week, right? I didn't really want to say this, but, like, I don't – this is not like 
Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert, I got to think, okay, I'll give Joe Burrow the edge just by a little. This is not like, you know, ooh, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. Uh, I'll go back and forth a little. It's really close. Or how I saw Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. And I'm not saying I'm right about any of them. This is one where it's not nitpicky at all. C.J. Stroud is clearly the best quarterback in this draft. Mm -hmm. It is not close. There is a gap. And I got to think – Frank Reich's school of quarterbacking he's come from, that they got to early lean on that, let alone they can just do their own homework and they don't have to worry about anything. But I think he's the most Frank Reich guy to me, and I think for the teams that are looking for the drop-back passing quarterback, yeah, he is going to be clearly the number one prospect on the board. So, uh, yeah, I will sit here right now. And kiss your feet if CJ Stroud's no, not the No, don't do this again. One no one wants to see it. You know, maybe live. Maybe if we do a live next time. Uh, uh, BetMGM, of course, has the odds on this. Our BetMGM parlay preview, number one overall pick odds. Before and after the Panthers acquired that number one pick on our group chat, after that trade, I go, well, get those bets in for CJ Stroud, number one. I think they took it off the board immediately after that uh, trade. But they're back on the board right now. And there you have it. CJ Stroud, February 20th, was plus 400 to be the number now one pick. Now it's like not even close now he is a minus 300 I'm, the I'm, overwhelming favorite I'll, listen again i'm not going to tell you the rest of my rankings and all of that and it's 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 interesting just give us the top five but yeah right just that <laughs> but you know as anybody here at nbc could tell you after i watched just a little i was i went to the combine telling producer matt casey and pete demo i was like i i when i had just kind of gone through some little bit of film just let me get a feel for these guys i had a hard time going I have a hard time thinking it's not going to be C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. Then diving in last week, official draft diving games, you know, certain situations, like I said, I don't think it's, it's close. I don't. Now, the trade itself, there was only one part. It was, I think, a necessary thing. And let's turn the page and go to the future for the Carolina Panthers. And you got a lot of positive things. The old line turned the corner. You know, we're decent at running back. Tight end, okay. Receiver is solid you know defense has got a lot of the pieces you're, yep. you're seeing shy tuttle now they got another run stopper in there ej evero wants that new d coordinator there but yeah the only part of the trade that i questioned at all was the dj Moore part that you talked about because i was like damn wait they're gonna trade they're gonna get the number one pick to get the quarterback and then trade the quarterback's new best friend away yep you know so that's that stinks a little bit but from what i'm hearing they had you know i think a trade that was very comparable on the table from another team and the DJ Moore thing kind of put it over the top. So uh, that was the right move for the Carolina Panthers and the right move for the Chicago Bears. Bears, we know, all this money, assets now, and, you know, get a slam dunk sure thing to support your franchise quarterback. Oh, yeah. And now you got that guy with Claypool and Darnell Mooney when he comes back healthy and Cole Komet. You know, and we saw an offensive line that can run the ball a little bit and all that to where they can almost go, wait, we need an offensive lineman, and then we can just worry about everything else on defense, and we'll be okay. And that's where they kind of are. So I really liked it for both sides. I thought it was a necessity for both sides, and good job by the Bears, great job by the Panthers, because I think it was that time that you got to make a move instead of being stuck in this middle-of-the-pack era forever. The action never stops at BetMGM. You can sign up now using the bonus code SIMS, your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. So say you bet $100 on Will Levis to be the number one overall pick. If you win, you'll get $1,400, but if you lose, you still get $100 worth of free bets. Simply down 
Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com. Enter the bonus code SIMS to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Gould Mohammed. Well, I just want to – let's finish that one last thing there with that, that our BetMGM and the, the odds, though. I just – I've got to think as we're getting out of the combine, teams are getting into, you know, all right, let's start putting some film on a little bit. I just got to think it's going to continue to trend this way. Again, I'm not trying to. Oh, you think the odds are as good as they're going to be right now? No, so I think you, they might get even better. Like exa- as far well, or like or worse, worse, right? Exactly. So if you want to bet CJ Stroud, do it now. I, I I think it's just going to become more of a slam dunk. That would be my call as of right now. Um, again, I'm not done with the whole quarterback class, but I'm done with the top guys. And like I said, CJ Stroud is. It's not changing. Yeah, it's not close. He's just clearly my number one quarterback. Pete, do we have to do that read now again too? Because uh, Chris extended the uh, whole BetMGM parlay <laughs> preview. Oh no, we're good. All right. uh, Gould Muhammad was yeah. uh, in the live YouTube chat. Says with the Panthers looking to trade Matt Carell, uh, where would you want him to land? So that is part of the news out there that they've. Panthers are looking to trade the quarterback they took last year, the quarterback that you were very high in until you saw him play in the preseason. He worried then, me in the preseason. And then he worried you. Yeah. Um, I guess now they're looking to to send him elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, be interesting. You know, he's got, as you know, what I think is high-end talent with his arm and his, his, his foot quickness. Is it, who is it? Will Anderson, right? Junior at the Alabama deep pass rusher. Exactly. He said Corral was the best player he played against in college football. Yeah, he just right? they couldn't get him down. Couldn't get over how quick he was. He made a miss, all that, you know. Uh, but, yeah, it, you know, I haven't thought about this one a whole lot. I'm not surprised, especially because it's like you don't – again, that's what we talk about all the time. You don't – hey, we want our number one guy to come in here and feel like he's the man. We don't want to have a guy here that, you know – some people like and has some talent to kind of like for guys to go, oh, Corral's throwing the ball just as good as our number one pick, all that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, I, it, it's not like he's not going to be brought anywhere to be like, oh, we're going to bring him the backup, right? He's going to kind of be a two slash three because he didn't get a chance to develop or do anything last year, yeah, right? But, you know, a team like I'll go to the Kansas City Chiefs or just go, hey, let's have him sit in the background a little bit be the third stringer. We'll get a veteran backup this year for Patrick Mahomes. But then if Mahomes gets, you know, then a year goes by, that backup moves on. Maybe Corral can be our backup, right? Uh, That's the kind of situation I'm trying to say, where it's like, yeah, he wants to go. You want to go to a place where maybe Buffalo. It's Josh Allen, Case Keenum, and Matt Corral. So he can develop, and maybe he can be the backup one day. And, you know, maybe something more than that as he develops and continues to get better. Uh, he had Liz Frank, yeah. that injury last year. I guess Frank Wright didn't even know if he's going to be ready for OTAs this year, so right. still recovering from that. So that's why he missed all of last year. But that'll be something uh, interesting to track. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef, and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. 
Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. We do have numbers on Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Uh, Raiders are giving Damn, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo three-year, $67.5 million deal, including $34 million in guaranteed money. So I would almost feel like it's probably more like a one-year, $34 million deal. Yeah, well, right? let's see. So it was three years, 67 and a half. 67 and 34 a half. 34 guaranteed. Wow. All right. So it's 22, 22 and change a year. Yeah. Thirty-four. So to me, it's a two, it's going to be a two-year deal. Really, you think it's going to be a two-year so. deal? I would think so. They might be able to get out of the year one, but probably have to eat some dead money a little bit. Got it. But it won't be like the worst thing. But yeah, I would guess that you know ultimately, yeah, they're thinking two-year deal. You know, it gives them some flexibility too. Again, if he doesn't play great, and they go, okay, he's not our future either, they can go back to next year's draft and go wait and. Hey, we'll get a quarterback, and then we still got Jimmy G here if we need to make him the bridge guy or whatever yeah. else. So, again, the options, I'm sure, were a little limited. And as we discussed, I mean, if it was down to the Texans and the Raiders, I, you know, I would take a few million dollars less to be the quarterback of the Raiders than quarterback the Texans, mm-hmm. right? Just because, again, you want to be in a spot that you can be successful to, you know, Strike it up for another contract with the Raiders or somebody else if, you know, things go a, a different direction. Some more news out there. Report the Dolphins are signing former Jets quarterback Mike White mm. to a two-year deal. Mm. Smart. So, you like that. I do like that for them a lot. I do. You know, I've had some funny moments of trying to say, you know, you can't back up Mr. Glass with Mr. Glass, right? You know, and that was always a little peculiar to me. The Teddy Bridgewater injury history was the backup to Tua with an injury history, right? Mike White was hurt last year. I know, I know, I know. Yes, you're you're exactly right. But who hasn't been in the NFL? He he took some some big hits. I I love Mike White as a backup quarterback, though. He's one of the better backup quarterbacks in all of football. And he, that's a, a smart move by them. And you know, backup quarterback with some starting quarterback. You know, potential. I don't know if he could ever be a superstar, but could he be a solid starting quarterback of football? Yes. I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, that's a smart signing by uh, the Miami Dolphins. And it's, and no, again, the same thing. Smart by him, too, because if you do get a chance to get in there, oh my gosh, I get to throw to this crew and this offense, and, you know, I can look good and yeah. maybe be a starter somewhere someday. Texans reportedly signing former Bills quarterback, former every team quarterback, Case Keenum, to a two-year deal. Case Keenum's claim to fame is that every year he plays, he will be just hanging on to the end of the Chris Sims top 40 quarterback rankings. He's been with the Texans before. Yeah. Right? I I mean, Uh, this is the second time around, I believe. It's his second tour of duty with every team in the NFL. That is unreal. But, you know, know, again, I think he kind of fits the mold of, like, Okay, if we draft Bryce Young at two, we got Case Keenum, and we don't have to have Bryce feel like he's got to start from us right away, right? Yep. Case is, yeah, again, another guy, you're, you're right. You're making fun of me, but you're right. I'm not making fun of you. No, I think you've, you've seen what other teams clearly have seen from he, he can come in and be he a can. good backup He does not need a ton of reps. He's played enough, too, to feel comfortable. He is. He's one of the best backups in football and, and really – yeah, a poor man's Jimmy Garoppolo for this situation right here, and it makes sense that they pivot to him right after they you know, get, don't get the deal done with Jimmy G. 
Staying with the Texans, they are signing, according to reports, former Patriots defensive end Chase Winovich. Wow. Okay. A Michigan guy. Yeah. Well, Patriots liked him when he came out in the draft, drafted him, traded him to Cleveland, right? Nick Casario was there in New England when they drafted him. You know, Chase Chase has got a little bit of that 3-4 outside linebacker, defensive end versatility, right? So I think he does fit that scheme. You know, I get that. Good signing by them. I'm sure it wasn't big money, just a guy that gives them depth and some versatility in the roster. Arch Creep also on that breaking news with Chase Winovich in the live chat. Uh, this is good. We got like uh, like yeah. mini Shifters here. Yeah, in the in the chat. Which I like is good, I like it, us, uh, and I'm sure they're paying attention to, to Twitter date. and everything like that. So where they're 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 quick on it. I Pete, like this it. is we should just do every show live, and then we don't have to work as much. And we just no, it's just Pete. We just get aggregate. We can be aggregators, right? We just aggregate the best comments over here, and there's a lot of them good uh, in the chat right now. Let's move over to the Bills working on their offensive line. Trying to protect Josh Allen a little mm, bit. What do they more. got going on? I didn't Signing even see this. former Cowboys guard Connor McGovern okay. to a three-year deal. All right, yeah, it's 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 needed. I mean, we talk about this a lot. They got to change their attitude up front there in Buffalo. You know, I think they did that with Aaron Cromer as the offensive line coach. Now they got to go start getting some players that fit his mentality a little bit. So, yeah, you know, McGovern, good athlete. Good run blocker there. Not to be mistaken with yeah. fellow free agent Jet Center, yes. Connor McGovern. Not same guy. We have two Connor McGoverns he's, in the NFL. He's um, no, it's um, it's yeah, um, two Connor McGoverns. Let's see. Wait, wait. This one, Connor. You, you pronounce Kinoor. it differently. You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, which he, is. Which he. I mean, no, I'm getting confused. I'm trying to think about. <laughs> Which which guy from what college is it? Which one? What college did Nobody he go knows. to? No, he's he's Connor McGovern, um, Texas. No, no, Penn State Connor McGovern. I'm which one me. is which one? Yes, is. Um, that's what it the is. The guard or the center? The gu- the guy that just got signed is the Penn State version of yes. the Connor McGovern. Yes, okay. exactly right. I don't think the NFL knows about that. this. I think we got that right. Multiple Connor McGoverns playing offensive line in the NFL right now. Yeah, um, but, but that's good. They need him. they need that. We know that they got to start taking a little off Josh Allen's plate, get a little bit of a run game there going. You know, they're they're gonna some value signings. Oh, and I see some other value offensive line signings here. Let's do it. So yeah. we got uh, the commander yeah. signing former Chiefs right tackle Andrew Wiley and former Giants guard Nick Gates. Mm, Nick Gates, one of the b- unbelievable comebacks after that horrible injury versus two years Washington. ago versus Washington, right? Yeah. Uh, but got back in the lineup this year, played well. You know, Andrew Wiley, again, this is a team that's got some money spent in some other places that needs to spend some money on some other things. So they weren't going to go out and spend huge money on offensive linemen. But damn, Andrew Wiley, yeah, good. Now you got another starting lineman who's got to get some versatility there, tackle or guard. Uh, I think ideally tackle, but, you know, that's another team that we talked about through the year. They got to get better in that department. They got better at the end of the year. Early on, it was really bad, but I think this gives them a little more talent and versatility up front. You want to guess the money? It was a three-year deal. For Wiley? For Wiley. I I mean... Get you back on track. Okay, let's see. This is a different kind of one. It's not going to be top market kind of money. So I'm going to say it's like three years, 30-something million, maybe? 24 million. Okay, so so we got 8 million a year. 
Just I thought maybe you would have got think, 10. Take it down I got to take bit. it down. I got to take it down in 2 million a year in just about every one. <laughs> uh, except for TJ Edwards, I got to take it down like 7 million a you year. You might there. like TJ Edwards just more than most people. Apparently, which is okay. I definitely That's, did. And we'll see. That might be we, we could be talking 3 years from now and be like, "Wow, what a great value signing for the Bears." Well, Hopefully we're not. But. You know, the the when you break down Washington, you know, one hey, they we know they're paying Terry McLaurin, right? Curtis Samuel's getting a decent chunk. Yeah. You know, you got Jonathan Allen, you're paying big money. Deron Payne, which was a great signing by them and getting that done, taking the franchise tag off. Deron Payne's one of the best defensive tackles in football. So you keep that duo together. But they also got to think about, wait, Chase Young and Montez Sweat. You know, mm-hmm. I am one that, yeah, Chase Young's the number two pick of the draft. You've heard me say, I think Montez Sweat's a better pure pass rusher than Chase Young. Oh, he was an under-talked about player. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly right. So I, I got to think they're going to try to put their best foot forward to maybe make something happen with him. So they're trying not to break the bank on offensive linemen. And then the other thing I'll add on to that whole conversation with Washington is if they're trying to pay Lamar Jackson, they can't pay some free agent right tackle, you know, 20-something million dollars a year right now because yeah. they got to save some of that money for Lamar. One of the stories out there that I hope gets a resolution here soon, because we've been talking about it too much for nothing to happen for this long, and that is with Odell Beckham. I mean, it was at the end of last year, it was like, oh, where's he going to go? Cowboys, heating up, blah, blah, blah. And then just nothing happened. Uh, now there are reports that he's in talks with several teams following a workout. I think Mike was reporting he's looking somewhere around $20 million a year, which seems a little high for yes, a yes. guy who hasn't produced much on the field over the last couple of years. But um, I don't know. I'm getting to the point where I feel like we almost have to put this story in the bucket of don't talk about again until it happens. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen. I hear you. Ever? No, as far as like it's not, it's not going to happen as far as we're not going to not talk about it. <laughs> Maybe the, I'm not. I'm not going to talk well, about you, it. You could try. He's gonna, they're gonna, he, his name gets infused into the news no matter what. I, he's a fun I, – like, I love him. I hope he's in the NFL. I, hear you. I just want it to happen. No, I, I hear you. And – you know, I'm with you and your thought, and I think your base thought's correct. Your 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 instincts are leading you the right direction there. You know, two out of three years ACL injury, thirty one plus years old, right? Twenty million dollars a year is not not going to happen. That's we we talked about this last year. Remember during the season, I was kind of saying in December when people were flirting with him, going, you know, I'm hearing from people around the league that Odell wants like twenty million a year. There's just no way that's going to happen, right? So. You know, with this, I envision a deal of half that for one year, and you try to go to the best team and put yourself in a spot to have a big year to then get another big deal, or maybe it's a two- or three-year deal where the numbers to our eyes might look sexy and good and like how Odell wants to look at them, yeah. but they're really like it's really a one-year, $10 million deal where – if he hits a bunch of incentives, he can get $20 million, And then if the team keeps him for year two and three, they give him $20 million or $18 million a year or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. That's to me how I see it. But for me to sit here, and as much as I love Odell Beckham Jr., like I don't see anybody going, yeah, yeah, Odell, we're going to sign you three years, $60 million, boom, it's over, no problem, gotcha, no problem. Haven't seen you play in a year. I don't think it's going to happen. It sucks. I mean, because he's, when he's healthy, you know he's truly worth that, but – yeah, yeah I, I, I think that's still a scary thing for conservative NFL coaches. Brian Milan just goes, trust in Veach with all capital letters because we have more breaking news. <laughs> Is it the tackle position? 
It is the tackle position. Oh, my gosh. The Chiefs are signing former Jaguars tackle Jawan Taylor to a wow. four-year deal. The reported money, $80 million, Whoa. $60 million guaranteed. Whoa, mofos. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, digits 098043. Thanks for the compliment. I like that. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, so what does this mean? This I mean, means, first of all, what do you think? This means a little what I said. Yes. Orlando Brown had priced himself out of the market. Okay. Where they must have got to a number they were like, It's not going to work. We'll pay you $20 million a year, but we can't pay you twenty five a year. You know, I'm, I'm guessing that's somewhere where he wanted. Yeah. Right? The top of the O-line tackle market right now, I think, is at 22 a year, 23. It sounds like he was trying to bust that off. I like Jawan Taylor. I do. He had a really good year last year with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And again... I think Kansas City is one of those teams that knows how to coach up O-linemen. He's big. He's a lot like Orlando Brown in a lot of ways, right? And they're going to get him for a little less money. I'm not going to say he's as good as Orlando Brown, but it's not far off. you know. So if they're saving five a year, four a year, 20 over a lifetime of a contract, that, that makes sense. I get that. And this is the sense I got. You know, It stinks. I really like Orlando Brown, mm. and I, I, I like that. But uh, this is a very good – Plan B to to sign Juwan Taylor. So either Orlando Brown is going to get what he wants, right? Or a team out there is going to get a deal. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, he's either going to get what he wants, or he's going to get now off the Chiefs and settle for a few million less than what he was asking for. You know, and and we'll see. You know, but that's yeah, that's a risky that's a risky move. And you know, the Chiefs are one of those teams. Uh, you know. If you got good money in the bank, it's one of those teams where I'd go, oh, I might take, you know, 20 a year over 23 a year just to stay with the Chiefs yeah. and be one of the top teams in football and collect playoff checks every year and all that. Um, but obviously they couldn't figure it out. And uh, I'll be, be interested to see where where he goes, Orlando. And um, yeah, I like that signing, though, from jo- by Jawan Taylor. And they might not be done, the Chiefs, on the offensive line. This is uh, the – much discussed rumored deal in our chat, but we're professionals here. We don't go with it until we have confirmation, and we still don't really have confirmation, but we're going to go with it anyway. Reports out there the Chiefs are looking into a potential trade for Texans left tackle Laramie Tunsil. I mean, I, I got to think that ends this, unless they're oh. going to go Jawan Taylor right tackle and then try to get Laramie Tunsil left tackle. Is that what they're going to try to do? So Taylor was a right tackle this year, says Pete in my oh, ear. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I'm, I'm, I'm got him mixed up. You're right. You're that right. That was the other Cam, I'm Taylor. thinking of Cam Robinson. No, he's right. He's yeah. right. So that makes sense. That makes sense. That's interesting. You know, that is. So they lose Wiley. They got him at right tackle. And, okay, so that doesn't – I want to take back what I said. It doesn't cancel out Orlando Brown yet, but I think it, it, it's, it's very it's, – it's a trouble. And I, I would think it's trouble. You think it makes it less likely of happening? Yeah, less likely. I'm not going to say it's definitive, but I can't imagine them going, hey, Jawan Taylor, $20 million a year. Hey, Orlando Brown, more than $20 million a year at left tackle. I don't know. So I'm, I'm guessing that means he's gone. But, damn, if they trade for Laramie Tunzel, you know, he's $22 million a year. Plus, what are you going to trade to get him to do that? That's one where I got to see that one to believe it as of, as we stand here right now. Yeah, see if uh, Patrick Mahomes is okay taking a pay cut, right? Yeah. Keeping this team together. Damn, my bad. Multiple. I was thinking Juwan was left. Juwan's right. Cam's left. I got it right. Sorry, my bad. Uh, Chris, you met Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. When? In Miami. I did a little thing with him for Unbutton when I first got here, you know, with NBC. Hung out with him for a day. Okay. You know, he was kind of like one of my 
guys how I like to do it, you know, like you do now. He was my Robin Hood or guys that don't get talked about enough that are really awesome players. Yeah. And he had been somebody I'd been talking about. So I just was like, damn, let's go give one of these, you know, big effers, one of these big left tackles some love. Uh-huh. And uh, he was a blast. You know, had a bad rap coming out of college, right? Because he, somebody took a picture of them with the mask on, right? It hurt his drafts capital yeah. and all that but uh right. yeah he was awesome and uh he is definitely one of the best pass protecting left tackles in football yeah do you like have you ever met Shaq mason um, guard Shaq mason no but are they tra- they're trying to trade him right and the, they just released him they released the Buccaneers him. have released their guard Shaq mason okay so not shocking there either they will release him yeah. according to reports not shocking if they can't trade him. okay okay so, all right yeah, so know, nothing has changed they kind of I think desperately traded for him last year because of the issues they had in the interior part of the offensive line. Yeah. And probably, you know, overpaid to a degree to get him from the New England Patriots. But, yeah, just, um, you know, a guy that's good player, but it's fallen off a little bit ever since he signed his, his contract with the, the Patriots a few years ago. Adrian in our chat goes, this just in. Aaron Rodgers has a last name that ends in the letter S. Yes, it so that does. Is true. That is yes, true. it does. It's not just this in, and we've known that for a little while. A but little not while. A little. Um, all right, so th- Man, I think we're kind of – big time. The, the news is kind of coming to a slow trickle at this point. They, they knew that we go about an hour and a half, maybe sometimes an hour and 40. Yep. Um, this has been interesting because I don't know that we – you know, we knew that there would be some movement, but this was a – free agent class that I think people think is not quite as good. Teams are being a little more proactive in locking up players yes, before right. they become free agents right. that they want to keep. Um, but yeah, it's not the sexiest free agent class. I wanted to ask you this. Right. So do you think that teams can make a bigger impact and can improve their team more through free agency, through trades, like we've seen in years past, and now this year with the Dolphins again, they did it last year with Tyreek Hill, or through the draft? Like, where is, like, the biggest impact of going from a mid-tier team to a top team? Yeah, I, I, I mean. And there are exceptions, right? You can do it Yeah, you can anyway. do it both. I think the, the, the best combination is free agency and the draft. I mean, I, I am one that, yeah, you want to draft and develop. That's the number one thing if you want to, you know, the, uh, balance the checkbook the right way, mm-hmm. right? But that combination of free agency and the draft – that working together, and then I'm more of a looking of like trades are more of like wait we're desperate or wait this puts us over the mark of like we've gone from maybe we'll make the playoffs to one of the best teams right. in the playoffs right right that's kind of how I look at it but I think in the long run and I think when you look at a lot of the successful teams in football there's more edge towards draft mm-hmm. and develop that way yeah. I, I think you see more of that than anything else and and you know try to fill in the pieces with free agents, you know, here and there. Well, the Raiders are hoping that their new free agent quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, can take them to a next level, a playoff level. And I don't know if you've heard this story. There's a uh, a Twitter user in the Bay Area. I don't don't know if she's in the Bay Area. I think she is. Uh, 49er fan, for sure, who has been drawing a picture of Jimmy Garoppolo until he is no longer on the team. And so it seemed like this was going to end a long time ago. Uh, Rita Oak is her name, and she is drawing now. The last one, day 404, which is appropriate, right? Isn't that like the uh, 404 error on the Internet when you like it's not working anymore? Well, Jimmy G is no longer working for the 49ers. His last day, and she has posted the last picture with a bunch of quotes out there about uh, Jimmy G, who's down on his knees in the rain. That's probably from a movie, that, a reference that I'm not going to get. I don't but. know if I know it either, so don't worry. Even though you, 
What Pete's Down booing in, in our the ear. rain, on his knees, the hands up. What is it, Pete? Is that Shawshank Redemption? Oh, oh it's it Shawshank. Okay. Damn, I would not have gotten that right there. Uh, <laughs> I would not have gotten that. Our commenters are going to be crushing you and me now. I'm uh, used Shawshank to is one of those movies. where anytime it's on TV, I have to stop to see what part it's at, right? Because yeah. there's like four or five parts where you haven't seen that movie, right? I have seen you Shawshank. Have seen? Yeah, I did okay, see it good. a few That's years good. ago. You've seen that one. Um, but... The it, yeah, I gotta. I always have to check it out, see where it's at. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those type of movies. Oh, we do have a comment uh, yeah. from uh, from Pete saying, "Homies, please rip Chris and Ahmed for not knowing the Shawshank <laughs> Redemption." So uh, Pete is eliciting the hate now, which maybe he does under an alias on Twitter now, just to get you riled up for these podcasts. Well, maybe that is maybe that maybe that is what Pete does. <laughs> maybe that's how he's yeah. he's doing yeah, me he from goes, behind the scenes. Yeah, there, his Twitter name is Darius Slay. He says, "Do you want a beautiful lawn?" Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Well, the other thing, like, I'm interested with this 49ers thing. What do you mean? Well, just with the Javon Hargrave signing, Right. You know, just how I explained it, are they going to move arms? To, you know, Ebucom's a, de- yeah. uh, a pass rusher who's a free agent. You know, the pass rushing market, there's no stars on it this year. I think you're going to see some guys get overpaid maybe, right? But with, like, are the are the 49ers going to keep Hargrave, Armstead, and Javon Kinlaw? That's going to be the interesting thing there. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's feasible or possible. As I sit here and, and think about this. Some new information on what we were talking about just a second ago. Yeah. With the Chiefs, uh, James Palmer, who I think he works for the NFL Network, correct? Right. Yeah, he works for the NFL Network. He tweets. Yeah. So my understanding is that the Chiefs are out on Orlando Brown moving yeah. forward. That makes okay. sense. But he goes, Jawan Taylor is expected to play left so tackle go left. for the Chiefs. Okay, so there you go. So they have so, somebody else in mind at right tackle, and now they're going to move him to left. So... My original thought was right, even though I got him confused for the second and thought he was at left tackle, but he's a right tackle. But mm-hmm. that makes sense. He certainly can do that. And he's got all the measurables and length. He's a lot like Orlando Brown in a lot of ways. Giant guy who came out of the draft who we were a little worried about his foot speed, you know, body a little sloppy, but figured it out, became a professional, and, you know, it was damn good. So, and I—that's another one too. Where you—we've we, talked about this before. Andy Reid's got an eye for offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one where when you sign, when he signed you, I go, oh well, he sees something. He's going to be able to totally fix this guy, make him do exactly the way he wants to, and you know they'll be all set. But yeah, so the Orlando Brown is gone, and obviously Orlando Brown is is put himself on a a very big price tag uh, as far as what he's expecting at that left tackle position. Um, that that's pretty we'll amazing. See, yeah, we'll see if it works. But the NFL is unique in that the musical chairs fill up very fast in they, the NFL. They really you can do. Get squeezed out, even even some of the premier guys. Right? They, it's it's like if teams run out of money, they run out of money, and then teams at the bottom that maybe have a lot of cap room are like, 
uh, offensive tackle is not going to be the missing piece for us. No, no. By the way, it looks at us all right now. He's obviously put an expense. We have some teams that are in free agency that have money that need tackles. Yeah. You know, the Bears being another one of them. But the, the, the price must be big. Right to where everybody's like, wait, I'm not sure. Let's see what other options are out there. Let's see if we can get something done first before we give that type of money. So um, that that's where you know it'll it'll be cool to see and see if the Bears make any other moves here at the offensive line position before the day's over in the next 24 hours. I'm very proud of us. We've gone like an hour and 26 minutes, and only like I would say four minutes have been spent on Aaron Rodgers, which I feel like is the main story on yeah. a lot of the other outlets out there. But I will say this, and and he obviously is another big shoe to drop is there a chance and pete wonders this too that the jets know the packers know and we just don't know yet like this is a done deal moving forward for the most part it's just gotta i think it's eyes dotted I t's think, crossed yeah i i think they probably i bet you most i think that's all done i think i would think that within how deep these conversations have gone that they've already addressed the parameters of the the trade Right. And now it's just waiting on Rodgers to make the decision. But I would think they've gotten far enough. Like you said, maybe there's a few minor dot the T, but the the meat and potatoes of the deal is worked out. And, you know, to all, add all of this too, you know, again, I don't think this like don't be shocked. I don't think this is going to be some crazy like trade package. You know, again, I'll be interested to see if some of his friends come with him, but I don't think the Jets are going to have to send like, you know, big time picks here. This is again, we we're we're at a place here where the Packers have stated they they're done. They'd like to move on, so they can't sit there and hold the Jets' feet to the fire for every you know last asset in the world, right? So it it seems like both teams want to make this work, and yeah, I'd be shocked. I really thought we were going to hear about Rodgers on Friday or Saturday of last yeah. week. I would think we're going to hear it at least by Wednesday, um, but I you know. Yeah, it's it's Jets are retired, in my opinion. It's going to be a third-round pick. You're going to tweet out he's, you know, not one of the top quarterbacks out there anymore but could move to safety, and you're going to get crushed for it. Now i got to make a decision on whether I want to engage with Quandre Diggs and Darius Slay on Twitter. That's what I have to make my next decision. That'll be my next big decision of the day. Take and, it off Twitter. Okay. I feel like no no one wins on no, Twitter. You're right? Right. If, if there's right. a way to pull right. them and put them out of the podcast, right? We'll battle on different turf. Battling on Twitter turf, no one wins. Uh, everyone you're, everyone you're right. loses. It's hard, it's hard to add context to Twitter arguments or really explain yourself the You can cherry way. pick the worst part of someone else's argument. Yeah, yep. You don't want to do it on Twitter. If, they're, if they want to come on the pod, they're more than welcome to do that. We would love to have them. And it would probably be a great conversation. And I bet you guys would end up agreeing more than you disagreed by the end of yeah, it. Yeah, probably. Probably. I know. <laughs> I know. That's uh, the way it is. You're right. Twitter is annoying that way. Uh, all right. So, Pete, I mean, is this... I kind of don't want to let this end, but I, know, I, I feel like doing we're, this. But we're kind of in a stalemate of news right I now, think we're, right? This is a perfect time to end it. I think. You know, I'm interested to see if, like, for my, for me personally, the G Men, I want to see if they're going to make a move at, you know, one of these receivers over the next day or two. Anything there? Yeah. Anybody they're going to make a splash with? You know, the Jets, Lamar, all that's a great conversation. The Orlando Brown thing we talked about. Um, well, we'll be back here on Wednesday, I know, too. so we'll be able Anything to unpack all of this. Right. We'll be back. We just won't be live, but who knows? Maybe we will be, Pete. Maybe this is our new reality. Maybe this is our new world right here. I'm, I'm, I, uh, I, 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 I kind of enjoyed it. I did. Um, but I you hope, couldn't swear, I hope we though. did okay. You I mean, I had swear. a few, few hiccups. What's that? You couldn't swear. I, I know. That, I couldn't that's say the F words. I got a shit out here and there. 
You know, they told me, my bosses told me not to say too many F words on this one. So I, I said, okay, I'll do my best not to do that. Yeah. I did all right. I uh, almost came out with one. Uh, this is what uh, Alex Correa in our chat has yeah. said. The Jets will grab Lamar and shock everyone. Rodgers to the Ravens. Well, what's scary right now is, yeah, the Jets are going to be cornered. Like, yeah. where are they going? No backup Jimmy G. If they don't get Rodgers. Yeah. Right. Where Zach are they going to go? Zach Wilson to come back. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's where maybe Lamar will get, you know, he'll get lucky and he'll get some weird dysfunctional situation, mm-hmm. kind of like Deshaun Watson got, and get paid that way. So that's pretty – what was like so far, what was the shock signing for you? For me? Yeah, anything out there? I, I mean, mean, Javon Hargrave, Hargrave yeah. the, right? That yeah, was the that shocker. Was right off the top of our show, basically. I just – because yeah. I, well, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. I don't. You know, I, there's a part of me that goes like, is, are they not happy with Javon Kinlaw? He was a little injured last year. He hasn't lived up maybe to the, you know, what was he, the number 12 pick in the draft, Billing. Yeah. And I, so I was surprised. Or are they just going like, hey, screw you. We're just going to have so many good D linemen. It doesn't matter. You know, but again, that type of money, Eric Armstead, and then they're going to pay Nick Bosa this offseason at some point. I'd just be interested to kind of see what they go there or if we start to hear that, like, Javon Kinlaw is on the trade block here right. at some point today it's a, 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 you know, a, as things settle down. I think Broncos are beefing up their offensive line, although I should not have been surprised because you've been talking about that for yeah. a month and a half now. That that's one of the first things that Sean Payton would do. I think Jarrett Stidham going yeah. uh, to the Broncos. Broncos active today. Broncos, Broncos made some good moves. Day. Definitely. Us. Definitely. And put it out there that they're willing to trade these receivers, right? So yeah. that, that, yeah, is, that is a big move. Uh, Sam and Jets, 718, says, are those paid actors in the back? So <laughs> behind us. Nope. No one's here right those now. Those are what those people would probably tell you is where they're underpaid workers here at NBC. <laughs> they probably got, you know, yeah, we're being paid, but not as much as we'd like. <laughs> and they're the workers that we work with. And not that, you know, nothing against no, anyone that doesn't want to walk back there, but they're the ones with courage, right? They they're are, like, they you are. know what? Right. I know they're doing their pod right, right now, but right. I got to get from point A to point B. We, we got, we go got so many people that avoid this ex- walk down because exactly. they're afraid I'm going to call them out and like yes. I'm doing right now. And now these. But look, they handle it like pros. Fine women right go. here that I've worked with many, many times in our research department will never now walk by again during yeah, a live podcast. We've scarred them. They're going to take now the upward them. route now for now I on. applaud the you. courage. That's I applaud fault. the courage, though. That's Ahmed's fault. All right? That's my fault. Yeah, I got to say, everything, everything is. is. Usually, usually is. Um, all right. We, all right, we, yeah, we are done. Let's stay after it. We'll I want to uh, say yeah. one more thing, though, because cool. uh, while we're all talking all this football stuff, I'm a baseball guy, too. Ooh. I want you to remember that. Now, okay. We're starting our baseball Peacock Sunday leadoff coming up here. What? How many weeks? Two, three weeks? What do we got April here? 23rd. So Damn. we still got like a month. All but right. um, we're going to be on the road for like 19 weekends out of the year. Wow. So I'm pumped about that. Uh, it is the new MLB season, new rules, new stars. So you got to pair it with the Roto World ba- uh, Baseball Draft Guide. Get the, all the player profiles, rankings, and projections to dominate your league. Go to NBCSportsEdge.com slash draft guide. Use Pennant 25. You can save 25% at checkout. So baseball season's coming up. Baseball. Free agency season in the NFL. Yes. Good time to be alive. Good time to be alive. You know Chris Sims unbuttoned. We will be mainly Tuesdays and Thursdays in the offseason. This week we're going Monday and Wednesday. Okay. Right? But next week I think we start going Tuesday, Thursday consistently. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. Pete, is that true? Are we going Tuesdays, Thursdays? 
Okay, on Monday and Wednesday. Says, Monday Damn, Wednesday. Well, I, um, uh, I, yeah. I don't know where I thought I saw those dates when I measured it out, and obviously I don't read so well, okay? <laughs> so maybe I'm wrong in that department. Yeah. But yeah. you know where to find us. Chris Sims on Button, Amin and I will be here all year all year long, continuing yeah. to break down stories, news, draft, all that. Uh, check us out at PFT, Florio and I, every morning, 7 a.m., streaming live on Peacock. There's another rerun of the show from 1 to 3 Eastern. And, of course, you can go on Peacock at any point and just find the show and play the latest version that's available, and you can watch it from there. But uh, Pro Football Talk with Mike Florio, Chris Sims unbuttoned here with me and Ahmed, and then Ahmed with baseball. Okay, baseball starting soon. And what are you what are you pointing at? You get me excited. Connor Easterday oh, says. He wants to clap it up. <laughs> clap oh, it up. Oh, clap it up. All right, we'll do that. Okay, wait, I'm seeing Bates, a lot of Bates in the comments. Jesse Bates, oh, Jesse Bates. So you're getting, I, oh, you're getting see, what's going to happen here is we're going to get off air and something <laughs> big's going to break, and I'm going, damn, we shouldn't have done this. Hey, yeah. But, Alex, you're right. It's time. All right, here we go. We'll see you Wednesday. Stay in tuned with us. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. Clap it Clap up. Clap it up. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.